Welcome to another edition of the Ivy MBA Admission Series podcast. During this episode, current MBA students will speak about their international experiences as an exchange student abroad and share their takeaways and considerations when making the decision to take part in this immersive opportunity. Hi, everyone, and welcome to um, another edition of our admission series broadcasts. Uh, I should say podcasts, really. Uh, my name is Amy Froud, and I'm an associate director for the MBA full-time program at the Ivy School of Business. And I'm really excited today uh, to be speaking with three guests who will be sharing their experience on the exchange. And so it's an exchange opportunity within the MBA program. And so um, I'm hoping to, you know, hear lots of great nuggets, and I'm sure they'll be sharing great information just about their all around uh, experience. And so we will be touching on a number of topics, uh, really to discuss, you know, the, the process uh, for selecting the exchange, uh, you know, the organization of that, how it all rolls out, um, you know, how that is, I suppose, the information session part of that. Also, you know, the funding piece of that, you know, things to consider when, you know, taking this on and and, and embarking on this, uh, this amazing opportunity. But also, we would really like to discuss, you know, the experiences and, and the growth factor that take place, um, you know, within the program. Uh, also, a little bit around the curriculum and, and how that might change a bit uh, compared to the IB case study methodology. Uh, and then, of course, we'll we'll touch on the advice, uh, you know, for those that are considering the exchange opportunity. Um, and so that's how we see it rolling out. And so I think um, with that being said, it's it's time to introduce our three amazing guests uh, who are actually outgoing students of the MBA program. So uh, the, the class of uh, 2023. So I'm going to turn it over now. And I, uh, I think we'll start with actually Matteo. Uh, so Matteo, if you wouldn't mind just doing an introduction and, you know, telling us a little bit about your background and, uh, and where you did your exchange. Yeah, sure. Um, hey, guys, my, my name is Matteo Balms. Uh, I'm a tech guy pre and post IV MBA. Uh, I did my exchange at Fundação Getúlio Vargas. That's in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And I just finished my I just finished my final exam yesterday, actually. So I'm all done. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm sure that's uh, a bit of a relief. Yes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. And uh, I guess we'll turn it over. Next is Isa. Yeah, my name is Isa Makalingal, and I was in the mining industry, and I did a bit of technology consulting pre-MBA, and will move into consulting post-MBA. And I did my exchange at Asade in Barcelona, and I finished my classes about a month ago. Wonderful. Thanks for that. And then uh, last but not least, <laughs> we're going to uh, turn it over to Rachel. Thanks, Amy. Hi, everyone. My name is Rachel Huang. And um, before MBA, I was an entrepreneur. I had two companies of my own and I worked in um, the tech industry and education industry for almost nine years. Um, and post MBA, I'm going to get into consulting. Currently, I am doing my exchange at NUS in Singapore. Um, but yeah, I've just finished. So I'm really looking forward to the next chapter of my life. 
Great. Congratulations to all of you for, you know, finally wrapping it up. I know uh, it's been a, a rigorous year, but uh, an eventful year. And so uh, looking forward to hearing, you know, just some of your experiences over the next uh, little while as we discuss uh, the exchange opportunity. Um, and so I would say, you know, just to kick it off, um, you know, from my perspective, working with prospective candidates, you know, often th there are many questions around opportunities, you know, um, so those immersive opportunities, those, uh, you know, cross-cultural opportunities to really explore and be part of something. And so, of course, the exchange, uh, you know, the exchange does come up. Um, and so, you know, from a high level, you know, I, I can always discuss that, but I don't have the experience. I haven't lived it. And so this is where, you know, hearing from you three uh, who have lived experiences abroad uh, and in all, you know, beautiful areas. And so I'm, I'm sure you have, uh, you know, many takeaways to share there. But I think, you know, just talking about the process, I think it's important to share that and, and how it actually all rolls out, um, you know, from the selection phase, um, you know, to, I guess, the inf information phase of it, uh, how it's introduced to you, the process for selection, um, and how you move forward. And so I don't know who wants to share, you know, first, um, but, you know, you please feel free to, you know, jump in and, uh, you know, add any bits and pieces, but um, maybe if you just want to kick it off with, you know, how it actually is introduced to the students and then how it, you know, continues on from there. Sure, I'll take a stab at it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I actually created an FAQ for the incoming class. So I actually had to revisit what I did for the application process. Okay. So the the application process is pretty straightforward so the first step is the short essay prompt so you're given three choices and you have to like say why those schools are your choices so what do you expect out of what you expect to learn professionally and academically out of the exchange so it's they're very short like 250 words mm -hmm. and um after that you pretty much get a notification which school you're getting into and you just confirm with the program's office where you want to go okay yeah so, so it's, yeah so it's pretty straightforward but like okay. if people want to investigate beforehand like mm -hmm. what schools are available and what um what courses are available in that school it's mm -hmm. always on the learn platform okay so they can do that like until august uh, until july when the okay. applications first open and just to clarify, for, for those listening, the Learn platform is kind of a, um, it's inter, uh, it's, it's kind of like an interweb, if you will. Uh, it's like a, a portal for MBA students who are in the program. And so it kind of houses all resources, but uh, that's great to know. And so, um, so just to follow up on that. So in terms of the selection process, it's actually, it's, it sounds pretty straightforward in terms of, you know, submitting your application. So is there any type of interview that happens from there, uh, from the school that you apply to? Yeah, there's actually a short conversation with the uh, program office. I wouldn't call it like an interview. I mean, yeah. I, th I think it's worded as an interview, but it's more of like the program office trying to like get what you want out of the exchange to make sure that they're sending the right person for the exchange. Because one of the questions in the essay is, how are you going to leverage your experience as an ambassador of IV? So mm -hmm. they just want to make sure you're going to be a good student when you go on exchange. 
So right. it's like a 30 minute conversation. And I think it's more of like them also clarifying that you may, you may be missing some of the events while on exchange, there's a chance that um, your grades are going to come in later. So like while everyone was like having their vacation post Ivy MBA, you're still going to do some final exams or you're still going to be studying a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So like, those kind of like disclaimers that happens like, very nuanced like um, situations for the exchange people they're just mm-hmm. going to clarify it to make sure that you know what you're getting into yeah yeah setting expectations right yeah it's, it's important to have those those pieces and uh and no surprises <laughs> when you're in. yeah any uh any additional information there or did, has mateo pretty much covered it <laughs> yeah i just wanted to add um um during the selection process i know some students only rank like one school i highly recommend to explore your options and do have the top three ranking um because some of the space at particular school is very limited so um yeah it would be great to speak to other students from especially from our cohort this year we're the largest um exchange students i believe from, yes. compared to the previous years so network with the students and um really have a top three so you have more chances of placing into one of the programs yeah that's that's great advice it's uh, just uh you know um have your a b and c i guess uh options just to you know make sure that you're not missing out on anything and i mean really they're all fantastic schools to be part of and so i don't think that there is like a, um you know of course you might have your preference but they're all you know, really fantastic and, uh, and very valuable opportunities. But, uh, um, and, and you touched on something too. Uh, we saw a real increase this year in terms of interest uh, with the exchange. I, and like you, you said, it was really our largest um, outgoing uh, class on exchange. And I think it represented about 10% of the class. So, um, so you will be great uh, ambassadors to share this information in the, in the future as well. Uh, and so Rachel, anything? Yeah, I was, was going to just add something to that because um, yeah. actually at NUS, there was only one spot available and mm-hmm. very fortunately for me, I got that spot and um, I would highly recommend uh, the same thing that Isa just said. Um, just please make sure that you carefully evaluate all the options. And if you're really keen on going on the exchange, then you do, do need to like figure out um, the availability and uh, how many people. I, I would assume that numbers would mm-hmm. change. If mm-hmm. not, if anyone's interested in going to Singapore to study at NUS uh, again in the next year or in the following years, then uh, mm-hmm. you should probably figure that out. And so you can make your plans accordingly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, once you're in the program, um, you know, once you're in the program at your exchange school, how does that work in terms of the curriculum? How are you, um, you know, I guess, uh, introduced to uh, the, the cohort? Is it uh, like you're in your own exchange program with other students uh, who are really in the same um, situation, uh, you know, coming from different schools, how does that work? Or are you integrated fully into, you know, the, the, the system? Um, and, and you're just, you know, another student, how, how does that work? Um, I'll share a little bit of my experience at NUS. So, okay. uh, actually after I got the offer, um, mm-hmm. NUS reached out to me fairly early, um, 
I, I, I would say probably three or four months in advance before the exchange actually started. And um, they gave me a list of courses that I can choose from. Um, and in that process, um, Ivy was, uh, well, helping me with um, securing some courses as well and giving me advice uh, in terms of what kind of courses I should go with. And obviously it needs to be business related. Mm -hmm. So um, there was some back and forth on the discussion and um, I felt that the support that I got from Ivy was very helpful. Um, and then after I um, arrived in Singapore, I was um, in, I was put in touch with the program coordinator who um, actually put together an orientation for all of us exchange students. Um, and technically, I only took classes with the exchange students and the part-time students um, because at NUS, um, I was only able to pick uh, the evening classes, so they are technically meant for only the part-time students. So from that perspective, I do not get too many opportunities to study with the full-timers, but we do get a chance to network with them, um, and I did. Uh, so yeah, overall, I would say you would be tighter with the exchange students from other schools. I made a lot of really good friends from like LBS, Columbia, um, and yeah, just like be school from all over the world. And, and it, it was quite some experience, I would say. Right. Oh, I, I can imagine. And and some, uh, you know, that 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 network is 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 growing and uh, they will be part of that network, you know, for years to come. So that that's wonderful. Absolutely. Now, what about uh, Mateo and, and Itza? Was that a similar type of experience for you in terms of the onboarding process and, uh, you know, how you completed uh, the remainder of your program? Yeah, I can go. Um, I'd say that um, for me, the reach out was pretty early as well, but the actual selection of the classes didn't happen until I believe October. So I had planned to um, actually get my own apartment um, for the three months that I was going to be there. However, when I did get my class schedule, um, it turned out that a lot of them are intensive, so you'd only be in class for a week, then might have a few weeks off or do three weeks of classes and have a few weeks off. So on that, for, from that perspective, it, that's why it's crucial to network with students from those schools to figure out what their exchange student or exchange schedule is so that you can mm -hmm. plan accordingly. Mm -hmm. um, so from um, that perspective, um, the onboarding was actually later and uh, there was a very brief um, onboarding when we got to the school about a week later. But in terms of classes, those classes were taken by both the full-time MBA students and a lot of exchange students. Um, in retrospect, I'd say the student at Asadi is around 160, and there might be about 30 to 40 exchange students. So there would be a lot of other exchange students who are fully integrated in the class. And a bunch of the other students, the full-time Asadi students, were actually might be away for their own exchange or doing an internship, or they were already done classes. So it's more like a 50-50 mix once we were doing our electives. Um, at the sad day. However, we did have a lot of um, opportunity for those who were still in school to network with them through events that they had planned. Excellent. Anything from you, Mateo? Any, any, uh, anything yeah. that you want to add? Yeah. I actually spoke with the uh, school dean about this. Um, they said that the goal was like full integration, but the language, you know, Portuguese is making it difficult. 
Because like a lot of people may know Spanish, but Portuguese is another like it's another thing. It's so it's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's different. So instead, like I'm actually clustered with a lot of like international students. So some of them on exchange as well, like from Bocani or HSA, and some of them local, like Europeans studying in Brazil for mm-hmm. some reason. Uh, but we have some few working Brazilian students because the masters that I was integrated to is like a, a professional masters program. Mm-hmm. So we're not exactly interacting with a lot of Brazilians, but like Brazilians that are already working somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also good, like being in a business school, like you get a uh, fresh and real-time perspective of whatever the industry they're working on. So mm-hmm. I would say it's a good mix. And we're integrated in a reasonable way, given the constraints. Mm-hmm. That That's great. And and so it, it really does sound like every school experience is quite different. And and, and so it's uh, it's also, you know, arming yourself with that information when going in you know, and, and knowing what to expect um, in terms of, you know, the integration piece of it, you know, the course selection. Um, but, you know, when, when we think about the exchange opportunity, you know, really, it, it's, it's intended for those who really want to immerse themselves, who want to grow, um, who have that mindset to really um, put themselves out there. Uh, and so I would say, you know, is this something that you had thought about, you know, coming into the program as an opportunity to potentially explore? Or was this opened up to you while in the program? Um, it, it, I, I, everyone's got kind of a different approach. Uh, and, and, you know, some definitely are thinking about that well before uh, the program begins. But sometimes it's like, oh, you know, maybe I'm, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. I've got that uh, kind of that bug to travel. So uh, is that where you all came from? Or was it kind of more of a, yeah, let's try that? I can take this on. Sure. Um, actually, from going into Ivy, like one thing you have to consider is that it's only a year program or 13 month long. Mm-hmm. And Initially, I didn't want to do exchange, especially after hearing that only two students went away for exchange the year before. However, as we got introduced to um, the exchange program and the selection of schools that they had, um, I didn't realize how many schools, amazing schools that Ivy has partnership with. And I just um, thought I would apply and see where it goes. Um, My ranking was actually uh, the one in Africa. Um, in Cape Town, um, Warwick, as well as Asade. And when I got the acceptance, I was very happy um, to go to Barcelona, especially since two other students got selected to go to Asade. So once I got um, that acceptance and learned more that there would be a bunch of other students who are going on exchange in Europe where we could all meet up, um, I was I decided that um, this was what something I really wanted to do, especially after uh, the pent up of not traveling um, during COVID. So I thought that was um, that's why I ended up uh, doing exchange as well as the study trip picked up as well. So um, a lot of the other students uh, did that and we were able to um, connect then. And so I didn't feel although I did feel like I was missing out a lot at the time during the events when I did make the decision um I thought it was the best decision um I could make good yeah I mean and and that is a factor right to consider it's uh you know usually 
the exchanges are between two and three months. I know, you know, every school differs a little bit, but that is something to, you know, to, to take into account where, you know, for the last semester um, of the program, you will be away. So I think that, you know, it, it takes time and, uh, you know, to think really thoughtfully around that. And, you know, you, I think you do kind of a pros and, and cons list and, uh, you know, if the, the pros outweigh the cons, then you do it, right. It's, uh, it, it's, and, and you're, you've been very thoughtful about that. So that's great. Um, anyone else? Yeah. Um, I'll take the next one. Um, I actually did my exchange before a lot in undergrad. I've done three exchanges. So in mm-hmm. South Korea, US, UK, So this was pretty much given that I will also do an exchange in MBA. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had wonderful experiences in those exchange. And I know that I'm also going to have like a blast in Brazil, even though I'm going to be away. And, you know, I was right. So it was a (laughs) good decision ultimately. But, you know, as Issa said, um, it was difficult, like seeing all these invitations, like formals or um, these key events. And Mm -hmm. while we're hanging out with other Europeans right (laughs) so um but like I think one good thing to note is that I mean it's not the end of the world if you miss like three two months with your classmates because you're gonna see them again in in the convocation in the convocation and I think Mm -hmm. one thing that made me comfortable with my choice is that I will be mostly working with them in like the city or Toronto so Mm -hmm. there's that factor so that kind of like balance out the good things of exchange and then the bad parts of it Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that's a good point. Because, you know, that network that you built within the program, you know, it's with you, right? And, uh, you know, you're, you're moving into, you know, post MBA, you're moving into uh, that, that network of people, right? And so it's not like you're going to be disconnected, you're going to see them probably, you know, quite often <laughs> yeah. and, and connect, you know, uh, whether it's after work or on the weekend, or, you know, just reach out for even, uh, you know, just touching base on on ideas uh whatever it might be but they certainly do become part of your network uh so it's not like a a done thing uh yeah they're still your friends (laughs) they are your friends yeah yeah that's a great point um and anything from rachel yep um yeah i I was gonna share a bit of my experience um in my case i was actually an early planner um before I decided to do an MBA, even I was actually thinking about like all the different master's program available out there. And the first thing that I would do is actually to check what kind of exchange options they had available. Mm-hmm. Um, so I still remember when I saw the list at Ivy and I saw there was NUS, St. Gallen, like all these really good business schools. And I just knew that I had to go to Ivy, accept this um, offer and by the time the application opens up, I need to apply for it. Um, but I did change, well, not so much change my mind. Um, I was kind of wondering it was if it was a good decision um, near December because I, I was feeling uh, a bit emotional about leaving Ivy because, uh, Mateo, two or three months with your classmates, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Um, but... I, I guess in hindsight, I think it was a good um, decision for me to mm-hmm. um, do the exchange because mm-hmm. I do get the the opportunity to expand my network globally. Um, now I have friends literally from all over the world, Europe, North America, South America, anywhere mm-hmm. you name it. And yeah. um, 
I think this is something that I can definitely rely on in the future. Um, and also this can absolutely open up doors to people who want to potentially um, move to another place uh, or mm -hmm. break into another industry in the future. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it really comes down to uh, a couple of factors. Like, first of all, um, maybe evaluate if you would want to build that kind of network. And second of all, um, I, I think financials would play a really big part in mm -hmm. your decision. Because um, for me to leave my apartment in Linden and, uh, you know, to move all of my stuff um, all the way to Singapore, I, I had to um, stay there for four months. Mm -hmm. So um, that really, well, I, I would say it could be costly mm -hmm. if you don't plan it out carefully. So mm -hmm. uh, if, if you can like think of all these factors beforehand, and then you figure out that the pros can really outweigh the cons, then mm -hmm. it's definitely a great idea to do the, the exchange. Yeah. Yeah, that, all great points, um, you know, from all three of you, but, you know, just outlining that and being very thoughtful about, you know, the, the, the planning aspect. And like Rachel said, the cost benefits of it, you know, is, are you looking for that global exposure? Are you looking to grow your global network? Um, you know, if you are really interested in international business, this is a fantastic opportunity, you know, to, to really grow um, that network. And if, you know, you can, you know, of course, there, there are, like, like Rachel mentioned, you know, I can imagine, you know, the sad time in, you know, December when you're preparing to go away and, you know, you're leaving uh, a, a group of, uh, you know, peers that you've now established very close relationships with, but at the same time, you know, you think about the growth aspect um, that you're embarking on, right. And, uh, and what's to come from that. And so I would say, you know, keeping your mind open, um, you know, and, uh, and, and, you know, really pursuing what it is that, uh, you're intending to do or what you had planned to do, you know, stick with it. Um, so, so that's great. All, all fantastic, uh, feedback. Um, and so when we think about, um, you know, obviously going off on an international exchange for, you know, a good period of time, two to three months, you know, away from, from your, your friends and family and, and from, from the school, you know, there's obviously impact in terms of the, the growth. Um, and, and what would you say in terms of how you grew, like whether that's, you know, through, you know, academics and, and the exposure there through different schools and, and curriculum, um, but also through, you know, just your, your mindset, um, you know, if you could say, you know, one major thing, uh, you know, what would that be um, in terms of growth? And anyone can start. <laughs> um, I think I'll take this one. Okay. Um, I, I like to get back to the point that I mentioned before. Um, I think the key takeaway or say the most valuable thing that I got from the exchange is, again, the network. Mm -hmm. um, I really got to meet a lot of great people and they come from um, all sorts of backgrounds, different lines of work. Um, so I became great friends with lawyers, bankers. Um, and they share many perspectives on um, how they live their life, um, how they conducted matters um, professionally. And I would say it was very much eye-opening for me. Um, and again, because for me, I, I think there's that possibility of me to relocate to another country in the future. So I think this comes as a very, very valuable asset to me. Mm -hmm. um, and 
in addition to that, uh, I would say the curriculums at NUS was very helpful as well. Um, I, I, I'll get into a little bit of detail here. So NUS actually is quite presentation focused. So um, we had probably 10 weeks in this semester um, and uh, we, we needed to do one session for each course per week. Um, usually the first four to five sessions would be lecture-based and the rest of the sessions would be um, assignment-based. So uh, you would get assigned a project or a topic and you need to do your research and um, give a presentation to all of your classmates and your professors. And um, I would say that was a really good opportunity for me to, um, to, to, to work on my presentation skills, which I think is very important. Um, and since we did that on a weekly basis, it actually gave me time to breathe. Um, it's a little bit different than my experience at Ivy. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was, that was quite helpful academically um, mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, and that's interesting because you raise, <clears throat> you know, the point of, around the curriculum. Um, and so mm -hmm. obviously, IB being a case-based methodology uh, type of learning, you know, you're you're really pivoting into a different um, scope, right? And so I think it's also knowing, you know, what you're, you know, really transitioning into and what to expect. And so knowing that, you know, you're, you know, moving into a program that is maybe a totally different slant in terms of, of learning, it can be you know, quite developmental as well, like for you in terms of, you know, the presentation skills, that's an area that you were really able to hone. Now, I mean, there is a, an aspect of that within the case study methodology as well, because it's very discussion based, but, um, you know, you, you do get to really, um, I guess, you know, challenge different areas um, and, and build on those skill sets. So that's great. And I guess I just also have a question around, um, you know, when you're deciding on a program, you know, when you're doing that, I, I would imagine that you're given a full set of the curriculum or, or like the expectations and, and just really the formatting of, of what, what it all entails um, before you decide. Is, is that correct? Um, that's not, no, um, no. in my case, okay. I did not get those information. <laughs> yeah, okay. I actually... Um, yeah, I think I got those information after I um, enrolled in those courses. Okay. So it was later on in the exchange. Later on. Yeah. So not up front mm -hmm. later on. Okay. And, and that's good to know, right? And uh, so, so that's, um, I think, important, you know, that, uh, you know, sometimes not all of that information is laid out um, up front, right? Yep. Great. Um, Mateo or Itza, anything to share there? Yeah, um, to add to that, I would say for me, the two largest areas of growth are um, cultural growth and adaptability. Mm -hmm. um, living in Barcelona, it's um, quite an experience. Uh, we, I, I've always wanted to live in Europe for an extended period of time. So this was a really great opportunity. And Barcelona has very rich culture uh, compared mm -hmm. to Canadian cities, which are very new city. Barcelona has been around for a while, a great um artistic culture as well as just Asada itself has students from all over the world. Um, we, yeah, they actually have Canadians, uh, Americans who are full-time students there. So expanding that network globally was a huge factor as well as because I believe there were eight 
exchange students who were in Europe or seven of us. Um, we actually met up multiple times either in Barcelona or in Switzerland, and we were able to share um, that cultural growth and uh, make those memories together. So I, that, that was the highlight of my exchange program as well. And the other thing about adaptability is the curriculum is different from Ivy, as Rachel has mentioned. So for us, you can do intensive classes of eight hours every day for a whole week, or you can do classes that would be half a day and it would be over the course of, say, four to eight weeks. And I think adapting to different um, teaching style as well as um, learning experiences um, was uh, key, to, key to our growth um, during my, curric my curriculum at Asade. Plus, the selection of classes are very different from Ivy. I believe I had classes that were called um, Business Impact and Life Sciences, Hope-Based Leadership. And these are classes that I would have never thought of taking um, otherwise had I stayed at Ivy. So I really enjoyed um, the more artistic side, but still commingled with business of these classes that were offered at the Sade. Excellent. Yeah, that's really interesting. And the adaptability piece, you know, I, I can certainly appreciate that, you know, moving from one country to another and, uh, you know, and having to adapt and just, you know, kind of mixing in and um, adopting a new type of learning. And so, yeah, that's uh, definitely um, exhibits growth, I would say, and, and amazing, really. Um, what about Mateo? Yeah, um, I have a few takeaways. So, I really love my exchange in Brazil because like number one, it, it exposed me to like a unique culture. So I haven't been a lot to South America and Brazil is like a melting pot of like, they have the largest Japanese immigrant um, in outside Japan, uh, also Lebanese. And they have also West, Western Africa culture somewhere in mm -hmm. the, in the food in the, uh, in the dance and the arts. So that was good to experience as well um, for me. And then I also learned additional language skills. I now semi speak Portuguese. <laughs> um, and there's also actually for uh, for my school specifically, uh, they offer internship options. So if you want to have work experience in South America, you can actually do that. Mm -hmm. So I only stayed there for two months. But if I stayed for three, four months, uh, I would have gotten that opportunity. Um, and also we're actually being connected to companies in Brazil as well. So like, it's not far-fetched that after your exchange, if you love Brazil so much, you can actually get to stay there. Hmm. And mm -hmm. I think also for the academic, it's also very presentation heavy because we also presented in Ivy, but the norm in Brazil is that you present for at least 30 minutes. So 30 to 45 minutes. That's a whole lot of discussion, right? <laughs> so I wasn't used to it at all. So like, I know you talk a lot in Ivy, but like, being the only person to talk for 45 minutes that's crazy <laughs> it's a totally different format right not so much team-based it's more um solo focused yeah solo focus and i think the last benefit and isa can vouch mm -hmm. me for this is the travel opportunity so like when you feel like going to another country for like for the weekend it's it's very possible so okay. yeah you get to have those little breaks that you otherwise wouldn't just easily do like yeah. Yeah, when that, you're in ivy the travel is a huge, uh, I, I would say, benefit, especially in Europe. You know, you just hop on <laughs> one of those flights and uh, it's like an hour and you're in a 
in a different country. So yeah, definitely some opportunity for some some additional travel, right? Yeah, uh, especially ESA, right? <laughs> yeah, and I actually a bunch of us also did trips with other exchange students. I know both Vinita and Shubham did um, a trip in Central America or Central Europe with um, the other exchange students yeah. that they've met yeah. in the program. So there are a lot of travel opportunities yeah. if you if you to go to Europe. So there is, you know, of course, there's there's the work aspect and, you know, you're you're in school, but there's a lot of social as well. So, you know, great, uh, great connecting with others and, and networking and, and the travel. And so a little bit of globe trotting <laughs> in there. Um, so, so that's great. Uh, you know, that that's really helpful. And, you know, painting a picture, um, you know, for me and, and for those that are listening today, I think we've got, you know, a really great picture in terms of, you know, how it all rolls out and you know, the, the support supports that are in place, um, things to consider, you know, when, when you're looking at, uh, you know, leaving IV for, you know, a two, two to three month um, term, um, but also, you know, thinking about the, the growth that takes place and, and the opportunity that, uh, that comes with it. So I would say, you know, just to wrap it up, um, you know, if you were to, you know, offer any advice, you know, to those that are, you know, considering an exchange opportunity as part of their program, um, what would you, I would say, what would you say or, or offer um, to those to, to consider? And any one of you can start. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, actually, on top of my head, the first thing that I thought of is um, if anyone's interested in doing an NUS exchange, please remember to apply for their dorm. <laughs> and this is, um, okay. yeah, this is some yeah. kind of information that the MBA program at NUS doesn't even know. Um, they were not aware that uh, the exchange students can apply for dorms. And if you can successfully secure a place there, you will save a lot of money and the exchange will be more financially rewarding. Let me just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think uh, if you can get a dorm, you're looking at paying around six to 700 bucks per month for a place. But if not, it's at least uh, 1500. And I know of some people who en- ended up paying around $3,000 per month for um, their lodging in Singapore because housing can be really, really expensive there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, as long as that's out of the way, then um, yeah, Yeah. I would say, yeah, it's very rewarding. Okay. And so that is a great point. I mean, obviously, you know, students, (laughs) sometimes they're on like a tight budget. And so I would say that that is, you know, great advice, you know, to think about. And uh, those are kind of like the you know, those incidental pieces that you don't always consider, but they're important, um, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're thinking about, you know, making that uh, big transition, you know, to an international institution. So um, living expenses, absolutely, that's, that would be top of mind for me anyway. (laughs) Thanks for that. Yeah. um, And uh, I I would want to give a final piece of advice, Mm -hmm. which is to really um, think about the potential consequences that may Mm -hmm. come out of decisions. So I know a lot of people um, actually, well, were still looking for um, placement when they were um, applying for the um, exchange. And I, I know this put a lot of pressure on people because you you don't want to like go on the exchange and not knowing if 
you are going to get a job, um, mm-hmm. especially considering there's the time difference. So um, I think for anyone that wants to secure a job in Canada, um, especially the international students, um, they should really evaluate um, if they can potentially secure something before they go on the exchange. And if not, what's their plan B? That's mm-hmm. very, very important. Um, yeah. And I, I think if anyone finds themselves finds themselves unprepared for this kind of situation, then um, the exchange experience may not be as good as they expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's great advice. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. in terms of consideration, you know, that through the recruitment aspect of the program, which starts, you know, fairly early on, but, uh, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes that recruiting takes place throughout the year and, and there can be overlap you know, for, for those that are doing uh, the exchange and, you know, that added stress, I think is what we're, you know, talking about, you know, like, and kind of weighing out, which, you know, what do I, what is more important, right? Um, and so uh, that, that is certainly something to, to think about, you know, if, if you're not in the position where you have, um, you know, placed, right, um, before that, that time. But uh, yeah, that's, that's important. Thank you for that. I think that's the uh, perfect opportunity for me to speak because I was actually doing interviews while on exchange. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. we go. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I think it's all about managing. Like, um, you, you, you also have to apply for jobs while all, you're also taking classes at Ivy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing interviews, and I think it's just a matter of, like, knowing what you need to get done while mm-hmm. on exchange it's not just like you're you're on a bubble and like you're gonna forget everything else that happens outside mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. so I was also doing interviews I was sending my CVs and I actually uh, got recruited while on exchange so mm-hmm. yeah so even though like HR phone screening which is usually step one of the process like on the phone um, if a company would really want to recruit you they will find ways so mm-hmm. I think there were a few times that it was like a phone call, but like, hey, can you schedule me at like a Teams call or a Zoom mm-hmm. call just so I could join? So they're pretty, you know, flexible for that. So if you're thinking about recruitment, there's the additional stress that you may be working additional, taking additional classes and you also have to apply for jobs. Um, mm-hmm. And there's also the social aspect of like interacting and networking with people around you. So mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of like really managing your priorities. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. as MBAs, we're pretty good at that. Yeah, and- I, I would say so too. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you pretty much nailed that down. Um, and I think that, you know, really beautifully tries, you know, ties into, you know, what Ivy is about too, like in, in terms of the leadership essential yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, how got- they integrate that, you know, into the curriculum and, and the managing of the priorities is, is key there. And so I, it sounds like you've been able to do that, you know, pretty well <laughs> yeah and in, in terms of like um as a final advice for those thinking of, thinking of going on exchange um it's not an easy choice for sure uh there's costs uh there's additional planning trade-offs if you were in london versus elsewhere but i would say the that the benefits are tenfold so professionally some exchange programs like mine offer organizational partnerships or internships if you wish to take one uh, so there's practical, there's a practical benefit of working in a new continent as well. So academically, subjects were interesting as well, like social entrepreneurship or about bricks that we don't have at Ivy, but mm-hmm. makes you look at the world in a different like cultural context, in a different, in a, in a, in a different lens. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So should you want a lens or like a thinking hat, another thinking hat to your critical thinking repository? Um, personally, it made me a better person for the sheer independence and the responsibility of myself. <laughs> so you have to be really self-sufficient. It's like, I think it's the ultimate test of adulthood. So it's going to make you a better person like tenfold. So yeah, um, my final advice, it's going to be hard, but um, if you like to see the world and imagine yourself that you're part of a bigger world, I think it's something that you should really embark on. That's excellent. Thank you. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, very informative. Very informative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I guess lastly, Itza, how about yourself? Yeah, I just want to add um, my biggest piece of advice would be to network to the upper years, um, depending mm-hmm. on what school you're interested in, because they have information that wouldn't be available and learn mm-hmm. from the program coordinator. I think um, it's really good to um, explore your options as well as make the pros and cons list. Um, ask yourself 10 years from now, would they regret more not doing the exchange or not staying at Ivy for that extra two to three months? And you can make a decision from there. Yeah, the, the, ref- the reflection piece, right? Like it's important just to kind of separate yourself and go, what is the right thing to do here? You know, the I, I would say, as you said, like the regret piece, you know, looking mm-hmm. outward. So go with your gut you know, um, and, and pros and cons as well. But uh, thank you so much, uh, you know, all three of you for taking time out of your day. I know everyone's uh, working from different time zones. Uh, We've got our world travelers here. uh, But, uh, you know, great advice, uh, great feedback, just a great perspective all around in terms of, you know, connecting the dots and and really what uh, the, the exchange opportunity is all about. Um, and so I really want to thank you for your time, Mateo, Itza, and Rachel. Um, it's really been fantastic speaking with you and, you know, just sharing in, uh, in, in your learnings. So uh, thank you again. And I hope everyone listening has, uh, you know, has learned a little bit and, uh, and this will help you make a decision moving forward. So with that being said, uh, I think that wraps up our exchange podcast. So thanks again. Thank you for tuning in to the MBA Admission Series podcast. For more information on our MBA program, please visit go.ivy.ca slash MBA.